0: Welcome in, everybody. Take your seats. This is the Locked On Texans podcast where we talk Texans, Texans news. I am John, some sports guy, Hickman, and always to the right of me is Cody Davis. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome in. Today is Wednesday. This show will drop tomorrow on Thursday. Hopefully, you guys have had an awesome hump day, a great happy hour. Maybe caught a happy hour. Hope you guys are having a good week. Uh, yeah, just, just
1: just a week in general. It's I mean, been a
0: pretty week, a pretty to, day outside. Exactly, in Houston it's the last been it's
1: few been days. a pretty 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 day. I mean, the last few days has been really really pretty, and I just hope your guys' work days are going just as smooth, just as pretty as our weather. Yes, it's been beautiful. It's, it's been hot, weekend. but not
0: too hot. It's been a good nice breeze. Yeah, it's been good outside in the city of Houston. Um, and every day we just. Wait, can I
1: say something? Sure. I just hope your work week is going better than Magic Johnson and the Lakers work week right now. <laughs> I, I just had to throw Magic that in doesn't there. have a work week anymore. He had a work couple days. Uh Courtney uh, whoa, and it looked like he never had a work week. Oh my god. All gosh. he wanted to do was go to the beach. I just wish I could just quit my job like that.
0: Just magic
1: is magic. Uh, uh <laughs> quick
0: Texans news for you guys before we get into the meat of the show. The Houston Texans did work out. Uh, a couple of Penn State players, headlined by Mick Sorley and running back Penn State's running back Miles Sanders, who took over for Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. You know Saquon with the New York Giants last year. Yeah, he they... had a phenomenal rookie season. Oh yes, one of the best we've seen from a running back, and the what he was able to do. So they were able to bring those guys in today, along with uh, Amani. Arure the cornerback uh, for the Penn State Nittany Lions, and a host of others. So they are looking at evaluating every position as possible, had that workout out with those guys today. And uh, I like that personally. You, you're making sure you're keeping your options open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanders is a really good running back. Yeah. I don't know if – Sanders is a guy that you would risk drafting as high as the Texans possibly can if he falls to the 53rd pick. Uh, we've mentioned it and touched on it before that it's a really good pick how they got it set up in the second round. You got back-to-back picks. Uh, picks. And we're definitely going to talk about you know what Bill O'Brien said when he wants out of his running backs moving forward because of the lack of production that they had at one particular uh, area in their game from the previous couple seasons. So if they have a chance to go get Sanders, who, like I said, the boy can ball, very talented, filled in for Saquon really well. Uh, If he's there, should they really evaluate drafting him or running back Mm -hmm. uh, super high, period? So that's going to be interesting to see how things fold out. Of course, a couple weeks away from the draft, there's going to be so many different rumors mock drafts uh we're actually going to have a chance to dive into a mock draft later this week so that's going to be fun um yeah man Houston, Texas, they are doing their due diligence for this draft. That is what I'm <laughs> proud of.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm proud of because free, uh, free agency was a disappointment. It sucked. Look at the players we lost and you have the, the drama going on we with County. Having, but we still haven't Gosh. heard from Donald
0: Penn. Nobody's heard from Donald Penn. <laughs> this is an APB out on Donald Penn right yeah, now. Yeah. So. Don't know if he's going to But, sign I mean, at least anybody. you know
1: they're, they're not trying to drop the ball with this draft like they basically did in free agency.
0: Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I know that was an emphasis for the Texans going into the draft that they were going to do a lot of building, aggressive building in this draft. We spoke on yesterday how Bill O'Brien is really evaluating what they're going to do at tackle, at offensive line. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's going to be fun. When we come back, we are definitely going to dive into Bill Bill O'Brien's quote about what he wants from his running backs coming up this season and i I love it actually we we touched on it before we're gonna now touch on it again because bill o'brien kind of backed us up on this right oh yeah most definitely don't touch that dial and if you're in the car on the way to work on the way to walmart getting some groceries for whatever you have to eat tonight listen get in your car tell your smartphone smartphones are not even the future anymore they're the present we don't know what they're going to be able to do in the future but right now tell your smartphone hey Play Locked On Texans Podcast. Simple as that. You'll be able to hear that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and you Spotify lovers. When we come back, what did Bill O'Brien have to say about running backs? Welcome back in, everybody. Thank you very much for returning back to the Texans Talk of the Day with the Locked On Texans podcast. Where you can find this on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Megaphone, and Spotify. Uh, I was able to look up some information, some news. I love to do some research. And uh, John McLean from the Houston Chronicle. I love his work. I had a chance to catch up with Bill O'Brien. Right, Bill O'Brien really has been very, very important and a focal point in assessing what the Texans need in the draft. Yesterday we talked about how he's looking for a versatile lineman. He's not set on a, a or being picky with a side. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you can do on our line to improve our line, then we will evaluate you. And right now, well, he's evaluating the running backs on the roster and the production that was – We was able to see last year, or lack thereof, when it comes to receptions out of the backfield. Now, we know we have Lamar Miller, who's a terrific pass-blocking running back. We also know that last year it was a bad year for blocking for their quarterback. Lamar Miller had to stay in a lot for max protection, giving uh, Deshaun some extra help. We know how good he is with pass-blocking, but he only had 25 passes out the backfield last season. That's his fewest over the last six seasons. That's not going to be 2018-2019 modern-day football. Every running back in the league is transitioning to being a true weapon and threat. And right now, I know the Texans are really evaluating what they have on their roster. Now, Cody hinted at that they brought in Sanders. He headlined the workout for the Texans from the Nittany Lions, Penn State. We also know that Bill O'Brien still has connections at Penn State because he coached there. Yeah. So evaluating everything that the Texans have on their roster currently, should they go free agent, which we'll discuss? Mm-hmm. Should they go draft? Mm-hmm. Because we mentioned Duke Johnson early in the week, how I believe he'll be a perfect fit for the Houston Texans uh, because of the damage he can do out of the backfield. We, we already know that Alfred Blue, when he left, we only have two running backs that we know of on the roster right now they're going to bring in another one that third running back could compete for number two we don't Mm -hmm. know just yet i think they'll do their you know good process on that but in this case in this scenario what is it the texans should do when evaluating running backs out of the free agency draft however to me it's just another
1: opportunity to improve through the draft it's the safest way to go, and with this class, with it being so deep, especially at the running back position, why not? We know in the first round, nine times out of ten, you're going to select an offensive tackle. This In your two picks in the second round, it may be another offensive tackle, and one of those picks, you know for sure you have to do something with your secondary just due to the fact about how much we lost this past offseason in free agency. But looking at the third round, looking at your fifth-round pick, they need to select a running back. There's two prospects that I'm really high on, people. And these prospects, I do believe, are going to be some of the top sleepers in this year's draft class. First, Benjamin Snell, running back out of Kentucky. He is a versatile running back. Last year, he ran for 1,494 yards on 289 attempts. That is pretty good. That's pretty steep. But he is versatile. Last year for the Wildcats, He ran for 105 yards on 17 receptions. Now, I know that isn't eye-popping numbers, but we're talking about a Wildcat team who relied heavily on their run game last year. Now, my next prospect, this is a guy. If you really want to improve in the backfield, maybe one of those second-round picks you need to take a risk on. And that guy is David Montgomery out of Iowa State University. I like him. I like him. That kid right there. First of all, just listen to this. NFL.com, his player comparison is Kareem Hunt. On the field. On the Yeah, on the field, of course. On Jesus, please, on the field. On the field. But your player comparison is Kareem Hunt. And you're
0: talking about one of the best running backs in the game to date. So my question is, I don't I hate to cut you off, but do they do a back to back in the second round? Do they address cornerback? the secondary and then do they address bringing in the second round you can really find some gems in that second round
1: as i alluded to yesterday the second round is the most important round of the nfl draft
0: is that where they draft a running back
1: i would say depending on what type of player we get in the first round go ahead let's go not right and ahead.
0: one thing about lamar miller let's not hold that against him it's just. Oh, no. but even Bill O'Brien came out and said Before I even say what Bill OB said Last year we know he had 25 catches He had 163 yards He had 6.5 yards per average On, on those catches and one touchdown The year before he had 36 for 327 yards 9.1 uh, Per reception And three touchdowns Bill O'Brien said to himself We have to get the running backs to ball more So that's something that needs to be a focus, Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, A lot of maybe quick passes out the backfield to get the offensive uh, going. And he's a guy that his relationship and his time spent in New England, he knows the damage a running back can do out of the backfield.
1: And this is why I say with one of those second-round picks, you need to select David Montgomery. Just listen to his stats. Off of twenty two receptions last year, he ran for one hundred and fifty seven yards. Now, this is what gets me the most. In all of his receptions last year for I for our state, he averaged at least seven yards. So it's not like he was catching the ball; it wasn't going nowhere. I mean, he's going to get you to wherever you need to go on the down on the field. No disrespect to Lamar Miller, but also if you select this guy, this is also. You're looking towards the future, because as we alluded to a couple weeks ago, Lamar Miller is starting to get up in age, and it's time. Not even starting to get. He's up in age. Okay, if you want to put it like that, he's up in age. But at the end of the day, this guy, David Montgomery, like, I know I say Benjamin Snell, I'm I'm high on him as well. To me, he's one of the top sleepers in this draft. But he's a guy, if he's still there, come the fifth, maybe the sixth round, select him. But if you really want to address these problems, if you really, really, really want to get a running back, not only for the future, but a guy who can come in and help you this year, David Montgomery is the way to go.
0: I mean, it totally looks like O'Brien is really, really hands on right now because, uh, you know, what he was able to come out and say continuing from the interview was that we talked a lot about our roster and our scheme and what we need to do. He continued on to say, as I mentioned, I was at New England and even at Penn State. We threw the ball to the backs quite a bit. Um, and he also went on to say, I think you have to look at the type of backs you have. Then you have to, do to determine what can these guys do in the passing game. So it really looks like coming up this season, they're going to get some backs in. To really affect the passing game, which I love it, I love it, I love it, because you're going to open up another part of the offense that the Texans need to really continue to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't, I'm not counting out Lamar Miller. I've, I've, I'm big on. Oh, we're not counting out Lamar Miller at all. I mean,
1: even if you go this route and select a running back, I mean, Lamar Miller would be
0: a great veteran to learn from, right? One, one guy. I would love to see. He's still available in the free agency. You know we lost Alfred Blue to the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Mm -hmm. Well, TJ Yeldon, who also played for the Jacksonville Jaguars, is still an available free agent. Uh, If you don't know about this guy, when we talk about catching out of the backfield the last four years, which is his time period in the NFL, 55, 30, 50, 36, 36. 487 yards last year, followed by 224 the year before, 312 the year before, and 279. So it's not like he can't catch out the backfield, and it's not like he can't do anything with it, because if you look at his yards per reception, 8.9, that's almost 9 yards per, That's the first down. Yeah. 8.9, 7.5, 6.2, 7.8. Now, that's a valuable weapon for the Texans. Why not go ahead and do a switch? You got you got Afro Blue. Mm-hmm. Can we at least get TJ? <laughs> and I know if they sign TJ Yeldon uh, Jr. to a contract, it won't do much damage to the cap uh, moving forward. So, I would like to see TJ Yeldon come in because I believe he can be a very – very good asset for the Houston Texans when we talk about strictly passing game. When we come back on the other side, we're going to continue to evaluate and assess what the Texans can do at running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, I, I'm so Cody is, is big on right now. I'm not going to necessarily say big, but I know he made his points. On oh, I'm why big. I'm, I'm, I'm big <laughs> on these two guys. <laughs> big on these two guys. I really
1: do believe when you talk about sleepers in this year's NFL draft, these two guys
0: are – Somebody's going to be happy. Well, and here's why I, I'm on the contrast of that. I don't know if drafting a running back that early is a need right now. And I also have a running a, back I believe need, that they brought in to a go undrafted. need him. if
1: you can get David Montgomery. Because this is a guy who can come in and change your franchise. Benjamin Snails, you can wait for it. Fifth, sixth, possibly seventh round. He's projected to go in the seventh round. That's why I say if you want to wait. But it it depends on how bad you want to address that need that Bill O'Brien wants, which is a versatile running back.
0: Right, right, right. And then you can also look at the fact that, you know, they did bring in Sanders Mm -hmm. for a workout today along with a couple other of the Knee Lions. Uh, That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. We have other areas to work on. I know we need to address an interior uh, defensive lineman as well and maybe addressing your guard position. So when I look at running backs, I definitely believe that maybe looking at an undrafted or a late seventh round, like you said, or uh, the free agency. Going in the first three rounds, n- not me personally. When we get back, what would I do if it's not TJ Yoden? And what else do we have in store for the Texas Talk of the Day with the Locked On Texas podcast? Don't touch that dial. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm from New Orleans, John, but at the end of the day, man, I just love Houston sports. Don't you? I love it. You know I'm homeboy. the homeboy.
0: I'm the homeboy, the homebody
1: <laughs> of, the, of the duo. I mean, it's just, it's just a great city for sports. I mean... Y- yeah. Unless you're Scott Foster. The, well, yeah, unless you're, Scott's, unless you're Scott Foster. I mean, that's a whole other situation. But speaking of Scott Foster, shout out to the Rockets. Um, Their playoffs start this weekend. Um, it seems like we're going to be the third seed. Um, yep, which go means check out Locked On Rockets. Locked On Rockets. Um, Check out Ben Du Bois. I'm pretty sure he's going to do a phenomenal job covering the Rockets. Locked On postseason. Astros. Locked Astros On a- Astros. Speaking of the out. Astros, Astros are up 3-1. I'm pretty sure by the time you guys see this recording, they would have swept the New York Yankees. Get them out of here! If if it's anything like this, Astros gonna put another ring on it.
0: Oh, uh, hopefully, but hopefully.
1: Speaking of another ring, hopefully the Houston Texans can put a
0: ring on Houston finger f- finally. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Houston has has three. I mean, three. two, three rings right now. Three mm-hmm. actually. I'm yeah, sorry, it's three. With two with the Rockets, one with the Astros. So uh, they're just waiting on the Texans to come through.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if the Texans make a couple moves here and there, I really think they can they they could cause some damage, especially in the AFC. And um, as we alluded to before, if they could find the right running back to run this dual option, they
0: could be dangerous. Now you know who I like if we want to look at running backs to get in the draft, actually draft uh, at a good round at a good level. Bryce Love out of Stanford. Mm, that's uh, a good one. I like I like him. You know, the year before. He he was a Heisman runner back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Last year he did get hurt, but that year his Heisman runner up year, he had 2,100 yards, 19 touchdowns, so he can run the ball. Yeah. We know he's talented. Uh, Where is he
1: uh, projected to go? Do you? Uh,
0: right now, later rounds. Mm. Later rounds. He did not have the, the spectacular year that you would have wanted, what what he would have wanted rather, and he did suffer that injury. So. Um, He missed that time. He ended up finishing the season at 739 yards, a couple touchdowns, with well, six rushing touchdowns. So I think that's somebody that Texans can evaluate uh, mm-hmm. because of how good he can be. The biggest issue with Bryce Love is do you want to bring in another guy along with Deontay Foreman that has a lingering injury that they're fighting their way back from? Mm, uh, that's
1: a good point.
0: You know, we also had the local uh, pro day. With Lexington Thomas out of UNLV, ran a 4-2. Mm-hmm. Blazing speed, fast. So imagine what he can do out in space. Um, and here's why when we talk about production and running backs, well, in this division alone, the defenses are pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Indy. Us. Uh, us. You know, we yeah, we you know, we we're good. And then you yeah. look at Tennessee, so Having a running back to do some damage out there to get your offensive flowing, that would be great. I think Thomas will be a guy that you can draft, not even draft, undrafted, unless you get him in a seventh round. Maybe that speed boosts him up to the seventh round. Without that, I do think he goes uh, undrafted. Can get an undrafted running back with some talent and still be ready to go when it comes to the first day of practice. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be an option. I just don't want the Texans to put too much emphasis on drafting a running back so high that they miss out on another key addition that they can have.
1: You, you, you're you right in that aspect because, I mean, the Texans, it's, it's like they have a lot they can do in this draft, but it's like what's most important. I mean, because think about it. If they get... Two, but we know top off- fifteen offensive linemen. I mean, look how much that can improve your linemen. So, right. I mean, even though, as I alluded to in the last segment, I will, I will want them to at least take one running back. But even if they don't, there are still multiple ways you can go out and get a running back. And there are even a couple vet running backs we can. Yeah, make a
0: free agency. Goal. You still can get signed right now. Exactly. Unless you're Donald Penn, we haven't heard from you yet. But that's neither here nor <laughs> there. What is it with you and Donald Penn? I just I hate this Go ahead and retire.
1: But maybe he don't want to retire.
0: What's going on? Maybe he
1: just wanna maybe he just want maybe he just loved the game. He can't walk away.
0: Yeah, okay. Maybe he trying to be like
1: Dirk, play 21 years.
0: In the NFL?
1: I say baby. Maybe he wanna be the first. Maybe he wanna be like Vince Carter. In the NFL. <laughs> but what are some running backs you think the Texans should go after.
0: Rather it's by trade or rather it's by free agency. Well, I don't think right now – don't trade. I, outside of Duke Johnson, I think Duke Johnson is in a position where you can look at a next year pick to give up. Mm-hmm. But when, if it comes to evaluating what I want this year, I'm not trading a, a pick at all mm-hmm. because there's so much you can do in this draft. Uh, So outside of Duke Johnson and a possibility of a future trade, a future round pick for Duke Johnson, I like TJ Yoden, as I mentioned the previous segment. And I also, I like Bryce Love. I like Lexington Thomas. I'm looking at players, running backs rather, that you can get without having to really go in your pocketbook. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to break out my checkbook for any of these guys, because I know the most important positions right now, A, offensive lineman, B, cornerback, or honestly, yeah, just strictly cornerback. I'm not even going to say DBs, just cornerback. And then uh, C, I definitely think there's a huge need at for an interior lineman mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. So, I mean, we, we can talk about how they're set up all day. Running back is not a priority because you still have some talent on your roster at running back. However, it is a need that needs to be addressed after your priorities are already taken care of.
1: I'm glad you mentioned you don't want to see a trade, but you would like for them to get a running back that you don't have to go too deep into your pocket. There is a guy that I would like to see the Texans sign. His name? It's Spencer Ware, free agent. He played for Kansas City, I believe, three of the last four years. John, what is the one important aspect Bill O'Brien said when talking about improving the play in the backfield?
0: Getting more targets.
1: Getting more targets. Okay, when you look at Spencer Ware, he is a receiver living in the body of a running back. Last year was a so-so year for this guy, but you can't really blame him because he missed all of two thousand seventeen with a knee injury. But from what he showed last year, especially after the whole Kareem Hunt nonsense foolishness, he was actually he was able to get more playing time on the field. He proved that he can still be that pro running back he was prior to the knee injury. In the year that I'm referring to is twenty sixteen. In twenty sixteen he ran for nearly a thousand yards. But this is what this was the most eye popping number for me. 2016. On 33 reception, he ran for 447 yards. That was in 2016. And also see, he had 13.5 yards per reception. Per reception. So, like I just said, he's a receiver living in a running back's body. Even last year, which was basically a down year for him, 20 receptions, 224 yards. So
0: even in his down yards per reception, even, so that is big, yeah. Even
1: in his down year, he still produced more in the reception than Lamar Miller.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I would, you know, in Spencer Ware, I do like Spencer Ware for everything that it, he brings to the
1: table. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's crazy to know that Spencer Ware is still out there on the market. I'm pretty sure everybody is probably hesitant to sign him maybe because of the severe of his knee injury, but that was like two years ago. Last year, he proved he can still get the job done.
0: Man. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to see. I know everybody right now can take great faith in the evaluation of the draft compared to the evaluation and aggressiveness of the free agency. Uh, So that's one thing everybody can really just love and, and just say, okay, well, these guys are really putting in some work to do their due diligence on taking care of and evaluating talent. I just know that the, the the Texans are in a very interesting, intriguing position because once you take care of those first three picks, then actually the first four picks because you have the third round and then you skip the fourth round, you go to the fifth, I believe so. So when those later rounds come about, when you can still find talent, then that's where it can get fun and interesting. If if Bryce Love is there in their later rounds, I would not be mad at uh, picking him. However, the question is always going to remain, what is it do we really need right now at that pick? Because remember, we just lost Andre Howe, so we have to address the safety situation. Right now, we have Gibson. Right now, we have Reed, and we have a couple other guys, but Bringing in maybe a young potential guy who can be a rotational player or a starter. We know how Romeo Cornell likes to run his defenses. He wants one guy to be a Swiss Army knife. We saw that with Kareem for so many years. We saw that with Honey Badger his whole entire career actually in the NFL. But it wasn't like he wasn't utilized that way when he came to Houston. So Mm -hmm. it's just what's going to happen when we have to evaluate everything And I I personally, I would love to be in in the draft room right now with these guys. How they are evaluating what and who is on their board, how high, how low. That's something I would love to witness right now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Do you think it would be something like draft day? The Cleveland Brown movie? Yeah. Hell no. (laughs) Why? Because they're not that bad? No, we don't have them. They had the first pick that year. They did so much with that. But it's still a draft room. Yeah, but it's not going to be as crazy
1: as that, it's a though. draft room. You live in a fantasy sure land. Every I'm pretty sure every draft room is crazy, no matter what sport it is. It's crazy. I don't think it is. You got teams calling you. You trying to call teams, trying to trade, trying to select the best. And, and, this how I know it's crazy. Every single draft, no matter if you're the, the highest prospect or the lowest prospect, the draft is in nothing but a big gamble.
0: Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, I hope you guys you remember that. It's, it's a gamble. It's crazy. It's everything about the draft is a gamble. So... I think it's like draft day. I don't think the Texans would be like the draft day. I, I think they're so calm and they're, they're collected. And did you see that last playoff game? I did see that. It needs to be like draft day. I did see that. I did see that. So... Well, you guys cannot actually see this, but hear this, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, Spotify. You can also find us on Locked On Texas on Twitter and the Facebook page whenever the episodes drop. They automatically get updated on the website, so please follow us again on Locked On Texans on Twitter, Locked On Texas Podcast on uh, Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. Individually, I am some sports guy, and to the right of me, my man, Cody. Davis. What's your Twitter handle?
1: What's
0: my Twitter handle? What is your Twitter handle?
1: I don't know my Twitter handle, because I changed it. It's Cody Davis. Cody Davis
0: underscore 24. It's so boring. That's what it was. I mean, that it was so Mr. Boring. 83,
1: but I wanted to change it to look that more is professional. So,
0: that is so boring.
1: Why? It's professional. All professional reporters like us Analysts like us have their name. I'm
0: fine. At
1: Stephen A. Smith. At Skip Bayless. At Chris Broussard.
0: At some sports guy.
1: Yeah, you're just some sports guy. I'm a different but guy. I, I'm Cody Davis. you Davis. I don't Davis. want nobody sitting out, hey, I want to follow Cody Davis on Locked, on Locked on Texans. And they go, hey, what's his Twitter handle? Mr. Mr. No. Oh, Cody Davis right there.
0: I guess. I guess. Well, what you can do is continue to follow us and support us. This will be out tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day with your family and have some fun. Watch some NBA games. Prepare mentally for the draft. You do your own draft evaluations. Who do you want? please, yeah, that's fun. please
1: let us know let us know we
0: want to hear who do you want all of that and more with you guys have some fun Texans talk with Locked On Texas podcast Bulls on Parade with a Party Twist until next time go be crazy peace you are Locked On Texas your daily podcast on the Houston Texas. part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every game